And that's why the Toxic Avenger is my favorite cartoon. I don't believe it. I don't <laughs> believe it. Oh, hey guys. Hey, yeah. welcome to Rivals of Waterdeep in Avernus. I gotta yeah. do this spooky thing because Serena's here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hey guys, uh, oh welcome. Happy Sunday. Uh, here we are at the table for Rivals of Waterdeep in Avernus. And uh, we're going to go around the table and announce who we are and our characters and uh, tell you about the takeover. Mm. Uh, starting from my right, stage left, <laughs> uh, with the person to my right. Hey, y'all. It's Tanya. I'm back. Uh, survived my trip to Seattle and Geek Girl Con. I play Celestia, ever grumpy and often challenged paladin while she's in Avernus. Uh, pronouns are she, her for both myself and Celeste. And normally to my left is Ren, who apparently was attacked by a soup can. And we hope Attack he's okay. I don't know if he's in chat. Tomato soup cans. I don't know what that's about, but uh, Brandon, we hope you're okay. We we saw that uh had a little Attack mishap, so we hope you're okay. And if you're in chat, say hello. We may or may not kill you today. We don't know. Yeah. Yeah. We might kill you with a soup can. Yeah. Uh <laughs> Hey, I'm Troop Jackson. Uh, I play Shaka, Tiefling Warlock. Uh, pronouns are he, him. Was it condensed? Was it? Uh, oh, oh, you're done. <laughs> you're done saying things. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and I am Cicero Holmes. I am your uh, DM and uh, the player character, Perrin Underbow, and all of your NPCs. Both uh, mine and Perrin's uh, pronouns are he, him. And uh, yeah, so we are without. Half of our rivals this week, uh, the the soup can mimic <laughs> attacked uh, Brandon uh, and uh, got a critical hit. Mm-hmm. And uh, Brandon is now seeking out healing potions. So, Brandon, I hope you're doing well uh, and uh, you are missed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Serena is out doing things and Carlos is out doing things. I think they're out doing things together. Smells, they, smells like a conspiracy to me. Yeah, it might be. I think they're playing hooky together. Yeah, I think they yeah. are yeah. playing, hooky, playing together. hooky together. What could they possibly be doing? Mm. Our two of our rivals, part of our rivals family has joined together in a non incestuous way. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> it was nice knowing you. Goodbye. Oh my god. You know um, what? Evil now guys. Was a good time. Uh, yeah. So hey guys, Car- <laughs> Carlos and Serena uh, have uh, joined together in wedded bliss. Congratulations. Uh, we love them so much. I am so so very very happy for them. Uh, they are experiencing the wonderful thing that is the honeymoon. Uh, eating great food and seeing great sights, they will return happy, healthy, and loving because that's who they are. Yeah. I need you to look at chat. That's all for you. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, hey. You know, I, I don't know where send, that came Send uh, your ad, admin, uh, what are those? Admonish- yeah, the admonishments. You can send your admonishments to uh, at Stubby Stan on Twitter. Please do so. Ding. Uh, so, 
Um, hey guys, uh, before we get into a recap and, uh, as you guys collect your breath and, um, you know, continue building your effigies of me, your voodoo dolls, um, let's celebrate our friends, our cell friends, cell friends. Yes. Our cell friends. Uh, some of our cell friends are, uh, the wonderful people at Wormwood, uh, Wormwood, Provided us with these wonderful dice trays and dice vaults, as you see here. Uh, if you want great products to hold your dice and to roll your dice and just look cool and be like a grown up, go to wormwood.com and uh, get yourself some dice trays and dice vaults and beautiful dice. Uh, well, you can't get beautiful dice from Wormwood, but you can get beautiful dice from Level Up Dice. You see those dice right there? Those dice that are all over the place, <laughs> beautifully weighted, totally not cheese dice. Non-fair dice. Non-dairy dice. They are fair dice. They are fairy dice at levelup.com. But if you want to help us, help you, to help us, to help you, to help us, to help you, to help us <laughs> get you some great dice, use our Dicemancy program, and you can help us to help you get dice. So what happens is when you buy dice using our Dicemancy program, we get points. And when we earn enough points, we get a set of dice. And when we earn enough points to get a set of dice, we give those dice away. So that's how you help us to help you to help us to help you to help us to help you to help us help you get dice. So uh, make sure you check out Level Up Dice. Also, another seller friend that we have to celebrate is D&D Beyond. Yes. D&D Beyond. D&Dbeyond.com. Uh, D&D Beyond is awesome. We use D&D Beyond when we're making our characters, when we're playing our game, mm -hmm. uh, when we want to look up rules, when we want to find out what the stats are on a magical rare item. D&D Beyond is the only place that we go. To get that stuff. And D&D Beyond is in the chat right now, and they're giving away a legendary bundle. So whatever the keyword is, secret word, uh, put that in the chat when the time comes. And you, if you're in the chat right now, can win a legendary bundle. But if you're not in the chat, make sure you go to dndbeyond.com and get yourself your own legendary bundle. Uh other sell a friends that we need to celebrate. We need to sell a friend. Our Eldritch buddies at, at well Eldritch Foundry as well, but our buddies over at Rook and Raven. Look at that beautiful book. Sometimes, sometimes digital is is dope, but you know, the page is king. Look at that beautiful pages that are easily easy to rip out. And put back in, because of the ring system, make sure you go to therookintheraven.com slash rivals to get 25% off of your order. Oh, no, it's 15%. 15%. It's somewhere in between 10% <laughs> and 25%. Sometimes 10, sometimes 25. So, yeah, yeah. Average well, 15. You know, if you negotiate. <laughs> but, yeah, make sure you go to therookintheraven.com slash rivals. Oh, my pen broke. Uh, <laughs> this, this, is, this is live internet, folks. Um, and and uh, check them out. 
we've got awesome stuff from them. They are awesome. The Rook and the Raven dot com. Oh, I actually I actually let like us in the chat. Cicero covers the other 10%. Yes. So, yeah, so yeah, you there you go. There, there you go. There you go. You got to kick in. I'll kick in. You just, yeah. yeah. Uh, send your, uh, send your uh, invoices to Sharif Jackson at gmail.com. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and I will forward them <laughs> to Cicero Holmes at gmail.com. Yes. <laughs> um, also, uh, one more friend to celebrate is uh, our buddies over at Eldridge Foundry. Eldridge Foundry just opened their storefront for their miniatures. Uh, it is definitely time to go and check them out. Uh, so they're opening their newest store this Thursday. So one other thing that you can be thankful for on Thanksgiving is that you'll be able to order your miniatures for Christmas time from Eldridge Foundry. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so there'll be three in 3D miniatures Printed to your specifications. If you go to eldridgefoundry.com, uh, you can find all of the stuff in there. And that's eldridge-foundry.com. So then if you put in the promo code RIVALSDND, you can get 10% off from eldridgefoundry.com. Uh, eldridge-foundry.com. We'll yeah. call you. Yeah. So that's, that's important to have. Uh, those are our cellar friends. Yay, cellar friends. Yeah, they're awesome. Yeah. Um, my pen's less awesome because it broke. Good job. That's yeah. Okay. Um, but would you like a new pen? You, you don't no. Need a pen. Uh, you know, I'll make it work. I'll make it work. I've got other pens. Uh, we've had other episodes. Nice transition. Thank you. Pretty thank good. you. Thank Pretty you. Good. Thank, you. Good thank you very much. Thank you very much. I've done this once or twice. Um, <laughs> guys, are you ready? In this small, intimate gathering, you guys get closer, get closer yeah. to, get closer to your 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 uh, monitors or TV screens or your speakers. If you're listening to this, are we ready? We're ready. Previously on Rivals of Waterdeep. Whoosh. So, guys, what happened last week? Well, I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure Tanya knows. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure Tanya doesn't because she watched half of the episode. Except that Celise apparently hit her head before she hit her head with that I do declare. I don't know where that came from. She's uh, suddenly a Southern belle. Yeah, yeah. She uh, <laughs> when you know, so sometimes, sometimes when, you know, Tanya thinks back to, or Celise thinks back to uh, her time uh, growing up with her, with her grandmother and, uh, they were out there drinking mint juleps together. You were yeah, sinking, you were digging the biggest hole so, I've ever seen. Right, right. Uh, I'm, I'm sitting right here, you right. Right. and I have many yeah. objects I can right. throw at you. Right. Not the precious dice, right. but there's right. a lot of metal near me. Yeah. So the recap. Right. The recap. Um, <laughs> yes, so... Dig so we were still in the uh, same vehicular fight that we were um that we ended episode 45 uh six, six in. yeah um and what happened was um um invictus uh with uh rin and Celise and lulu um hit um it hit something and it caused Celise to hit her head well so yeah so what happened was uh one of the uh the riders on the Devil's Rides, 
threw a spear into the front wheel well, and it made it made Invictus flip oh, in the air. After. Okay, yeah, yeah, gotcha. it made him flip in the air. And when they were when they came down, yeah, uh, uh, Celise hit her head on the steering wheel, and it knocked her out. Right. And uh, so as soon as she was knocked out, Rin just filled with adrenaline, having seen the gorge mm -hmm. and seeing his friend incapacitated and realizing they're in a fight and she was the driver, grabbed her with a, yeah. just in a feat of strength and just acrobatically was able to move her to the passenger side and slide himself into the driver's seat to continue the fight yeah. and and figure out how to get through that gorge. Yeah, it was, get it was a great moment. Gorge. It was yeah. a very early moment. Yeah. Um, yeah, then, uh, you know, we had to take the rest of the people out. Um, so Ash did some moves where she sprayed her stick spray yeah. on some folks. Um, Robbie and, and I used our uh, Infernal Screamer right, that's to right. take out the Demon Grinder, like the big boy. Right. Um, we split it in half, which was pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, first you took out that DJ. And then, yeah, 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 exactly. First first we disintegrated the DJ. That's right. Uh, then we literally split the Demon Grinder in two. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, which was yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah, turn those D, that DJ table, the ones and yeah, twos. That's right. Like the ones one, and twos was a, was a one, one and a, a, a solitary one. One and a solitary two. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. So um, after we did that, uh, I think it was Ren that saw that there was a little lip yeah. in front of the gorge right. that we could use as a ramp. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Um, so Ash uh, was able to actually. No, no, no. So, so like Lulu said that we need to go faster to right. Ren. Right. And Ash had the idea that there was this button that Mad Maggie had warned us, don't push this. Right. Um, and Ash was like, I'm pushing it. So she pushed it, and it turned out to be DI. Yeah, it was yeah, DI yeah. Button. Yes, it was the DI. Yeah. It was the demon icon. Yeah, which is essentially like, like nitrous oxide. Yeah, it's... Um, it's and she yeah. zoomed across that gorge, yeah. uh, and she made it. Uh, Ren and I had a little, little more trouble. Yeah, <laughs> um, a giant worm uh, appeared. That's a right. sand tornado appeared. Yes, and a huge rock. Yes, appeared. yeah. These, these giant rock yeah, pillars just, just shot, shot out, out, of, out of the ground. Out of ground. Yeah, and Ren unfortunately crashed into the rock. Yeah. Um, Ash was able to shoot an arrow from the other side of the gorge to take out the worm. Yeah. Um. But man, we just we just kept rolling so badly that we couldn't engage our nitro to get over the gorge. Eventually, we did, but it 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 took some help and a yeah. very gracious DM. Yeah, uh, because oh I was I was rolling real bad. Um, but but we we did all eventually make it over, and then yeah. in the distance we saw Harmon's Hill. Yeah, which is where we're. That's headed where, to. That's to where we're headed. Find um, Cladius and hopefully Perrin yeah, and Lil Smoke. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, guys, that's where we find ourselves. Um, we have we have ridden our way. Maybe it was probably another hour or so to Harriman's Hill, and we're all of us out. Um,
Mm, excuse me. Uh, I'm going to question for you guys. Sure. So Harmon's Hill is where we believe the portal to be. That's where Lulu said that the portal that will get us back to uh, Avernus or back to Faerun, uh, hopefully to Waterdeep, will uh, will be the top of Harriman's Hill. Uh, what are we taking out of the vehicles? What are we? Ta- so we're are- not just driving right up to the hill. No, no. So the, so you get to the base of the hill, and it's it is too small and treacherous to oh. so the, so as you're looking at the hill i'm sorry let me describe the hill uh so you when you get to the base of the hill it is a footpath up okay. this hill that winds back and forth mm-hmm. uh so you know this was it is designed to make people walk maybe you can get three across uh, going up and then it serpentines all the way up. It looks, it's pretty, it's pretty far up. It's pretty high up. Kind of like uh, that. Yes, How, exactly. Is it like inclined where we have to climb it? Or can no, no, no. Walk? You're you're walking. walking. Yeah. So you, okay. you're you're walking up. It it's not. Uh, it is it is not uh, a a wall climb. Okay. All it right. is just a hike. Okay. So, uh, so what are we? Taking? So yeah. So what are you guys? What guy, are you so guys am I taking? Conscious? Yeah, you are conscious. So uh, the, the one thing we didn't talk yeah, about in the recap so. was that uh, Rin graciously used a healing potion on you, okay. and and revived you when we got when we set up camp after we crossed the gorge. Okay. Uh, so everyone is awake. Everyone is aware mm-hmm. of of where we're going, and we are about to go up this hill, hopefully, to the portal. Uh, and uh, everything, allegedly, is here. That's, is this, is here? Where, this is where we believe Cladius is. Mm-hmm. This is where we believe Perrin and maybe Little Smoke are. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is where we believe the portal is. Okay. Um, so, so, and this is where we were uh, told that Zariel told these guys to go with Perrin. With this footpath, can Ash's smash fit through it? Um, so it could, but it would take up a lot of the space, and it would you would be able to ride it up the hill, and then you'd have to get off of it again to kind of turn it around to go to, you know, once we hit those serpentine corners, it is, it would be a, an incredibly tight fit. Okay. All right. Um, then I'm going to grab our uh, troll skull banner. Okay. I'll strap that to my back okay. because, because um, our little kobold is still right, in there. Right. Yeah. 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 Duo is, still duo, duo is still in there and you guys check. And you see that duo is still in there. He um, he looks unharmed, but he was standing up and he kind of like was holding the his lantern in his left hand, and now he's like fallen over. So the lantern is just hanging in the air. So he's just in this weird pose, fallen, you know, fallen 
on on the on the floor in inside Troll School Manor. Almost like he's like, yeah, yeah. yeah, he's yeah. Like, so he's like a he's figurine like f- fell over. Yeah, it's like a figurine that fell over. Um, but he's but he is otherwise right. none. You know, not 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 harmed. All right. Well, I mean, we want to bring if the portal's there. We want to bring everything that we want to bring back. So obviously, all of our weapons. So um, I forgot who has who has um, acorn knock. Uh, Ash, Ash, does. Ash, Ash does has, in, has knock, in, knock nut. Yeah, knock nut was the name that we came up yes, with. Last knock nut, yes, knock nut. Well, well, not not that we came up, with, but the, that the, the chat, chat came, came up, up with. Last, yeah, which very, very good. Yeah, very very good. So yeah, yeah. Ash has a knock nut in her bag. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I I think that's. What, I mean, I don't think we bring anything else, right? Right. I mean, there's nothing else that I remember in each car that would benefit us here. So. Right. Okay. We just kind of leave them. Well, I'm gonna bring some of the soul coins. Sure. Okay. Oh yeah. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm gonna stuff my. I have like a little bag. I'm gonna right. Stuff your stuff bag it with soul coins. With soul Just coins. None of us have a bag of holding, right? No, there are no bags of not. holding. I yeah, and you guys could have bought one, but you did not while you were. Uh, no, I just didn't know what the other. Yeah. No, no, no. no yeah. I almost said characters. Well, yeah. yes, other characters yeah. have. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. Time so, to go shopping. So, yeah. Right. <laughs> so okay. So then uh, we're. So you guys park your your vehicles. Mm-hmm. You you leave them at the bottom of the hill, and you. You kind of take your first real glimpse after you've gotten out of your vehicles and you've got your equipment ready uh, at Harmon's Hill. Mm-hmm. And it's as you're looking up the path, you see there are these wrought iron trees that line the trail that leads up the hill to the summit of the hill. Yeah. Um, on all of these iron trees, as you're watching, as you're looking at them, as they're going up, you see figures. As you get closer to the fo- the base of the hill, you see that on the trees are impaled knights mm. that are still alive. Oh, God. If, that's even a thing. Are they here. like twitching? They're they're definitely twitching. Oh. They are they are they are definitely mobile. Uh, in in terms of like, you know, I don't know if you'd call beings that live in Avernus alive, but they're animated. Okay. They are aware of what is happening to them. And you see one close to you, but as you look up and you look as you're tracing yourself, your your finger up Harriman's Hill to where the summit is, you see that all of the trees have a knight impaled on them. Mm. It is the same image all the way up, and they're all moving. Like exactly the same? No. Or like you mean it's just like they're yeah. So it's not yeah. like a photocopy. No, no, no. Okay. They're not photocopies, okay. but they are. They are definitely. Uh, they are definitely people uh, that are. You know what I just thought of? Yeah. You know when you play the first Mass Effect and the and the uh, 
Yes, yes, exactly. In the very uh, beginning, uh, yes. Netflix. When oh, yeah, 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 when they yeah, those those yeah, uh, like those, those zombie things. type things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I want to say reapers, but the reapers the giant. No, yeah, no, they I were like yeah, someone crawls in the husks. 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 Yes, husks. Exactly, oh. exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, if a husk was impaled on a tree, a metal and iron tree, um, as you look further up the hill and you see as you're looking at the trees and you're looking at these knights you also see like these Karen type birds they're sturges picking at these men or at these figures that are sitting on these and you know they'll twitch and they'll move a little but the sturges seem pretty much undeterred as they, you know, pick at an eyebrow or pluck off an ear or dig through an eye. They're just... Uh, I'm so glad I ate before this episode. So, so, all right, so what are you guys going to do? Are you guys going to start making your way up the hill? Yes. But somebody (laughs) basically does the equivalent of crossing yourself like, please, dear, help me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, I mean... We gotta go. Like this is where right. we're going. Like, Ugh. like I'm keeping an eye on the Sturges. Um, so everyone's with us, right? Yes, yeah, like, so everyone. Every yeah, everyone's okay. going. Everyone's so, going. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I guess out of character question, mm-hmm. can we like talk to Ash? And absolutely, and absolutely. You, you will. Yes, absolutely. Okay. I do declare. Uh, well, <laughs> people that are not here, right? Um, because if if I notice any of the Sturges um, sort of looking like they're doing anything else, I want to ask Robbie to speak to animals to see if he can talk to the Sturges. I can do that. Um, <laughs> so uh, as as you guys are walking, I will say that uh, as you guys are walking. As the first up the first ramp for you know lack of a better word um you you see the sturges and they're not paying much attention to you guys at all at all they seem pretty focused on eating mm-hmm. um these these guys that like they they realize like they're hungry but these guys can't put up much of a fight they can't go anywhere mm-hmm. and they see you guys and the surgeons are hungry, but you guys are moving. So they don't really want to mess with you guys, you know, so they're not paying much attention to you. Um, so Lise and Shaka, we've gotten to the first corner. We're about to uh, go up the next corner. Um, can you guys both roll perception for me? Fail. 11. Um, you know we're on a mountain. Yeah, I don't even know that. <laughs> you guys, uh, I'm assuming that uh, Salise, you've taken point mm-hmm. as you normally do. Shaka, you're not too far behind, I don't mm-hmm. think. Yeah. I'm uh, so y- you guys walk through. You so you you guys are in the front. As you walk into the next section of the hill. Um, you both shudder. Like, 
coldness. Like it, like that first step, there, there was a, a bit of resistance. And then like, it just got colder. Uh, very weird. Like very, that someone walked over your grave. Feeling. Yeah, just yeah, like you just caught a chill, um, and even through your armor, you you feel it. Um, so and uh, do you guys say anything? Do you do anything? So I uh, I do like the. Uh, I yeah. turn. I turn to to Shaka. Do you feel that something's not right? No, I don't notice a thing. <laughs> aren't you aren't you cold? Not really. I mean, tieflings have high internal uh, temperature, so I'm good. <laughs> but I know that you're more aware than I am, so I trust you. If there's something here, we got to be on guard. And I kind of like, you know, my hand gets a little closer to my uh, my dagger. Um, yeah, be be on your guard because. Even for being in Avernus, this feels worse than what we've encountered so far. Worse? Worse. You know the, the saying, you feel it when someone walks on your grave? Yeah. That's what I just felt. Oh, well, I mean, we know that, that this is going to be a dangerous road. This this hill was pretty imposing, but we got to get home. Um, so All let's right. just try our best. And All right. So we uh, so you guys keep moving, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So everybody is, uh, you moved up, you've gotten to the third, uh, you've gotten to the third hook, the third chicane in, in this, uh, on this hill, uh, and roll me an arcana, give me an arcana check. Mm-hmm. 22. Uh, 15. Shaka. You look back at the rest of your friends. They're there. Um, but they don't seem like they are. <laughs> they, they're there. You can see them. Uh, but... They don't seem to be, they seem to be looking ahead, but they don't seem to be looking at you. Where naturally, it would seem like they would be looking at you. They almost seem to be looking through you. Um, Celise, you see them, and also, like, you see them there, but they seem off. Like they're just totally not aware of where they are? They're, they're very aware of where they are. Okay. Uh, like the, it, seems, it seems like they're there, but they're not. It's like... You're looking at them, and you're looking at what they're looking at, and it doesn't look like they should be looking at that. Well, I'm going to walk backwards to them and okay. say, 
as you're walking back, right? as you're walking backwards towards them, you'd expect eyes to be following you. Mm-hmm. They're not. So oh, then so. you say everything all right. Yes. And nobody responds. All right, I'm going to go to the closest person mm-hmm. and I'm going to try to touch their shoulder. Your arm, your hand oh, goes no. through no. their shoulder. No. no. Oh, God. So. Okay. Um, so now I'm going to go up to Celise because I don't know if she's doing the same thing and I'm going to try to touch her. Sh- well, it. Shock is going to try to touch her shoulder. Yeah. Uh, Celise. He touches your shoulder. What do you say? <laughs> what are you doing? Celise, they're ghosts. I mean, they're ghosts. I just tried to touch them, and my hand went right through them. They're not responding to me. Either they're ghosts or we're ghosts. I don't know what just dead, happened. As far as I know. Well, some we're we got we are solid. They are not. Go ahead, try it. Um, all right. They're. The rest of your group is walking up the hill. So like they're just walking. Us? They're they're still walking. So like yeah. So you okay? So, so you, we like when you when you stopped to uh, talk to them and touch them, they were they had stopped. Then uh, when when uh, you went back to talk to Celise, they started walking. So you had walked up. They're now approaching you guys as as they're walking. Okay. All right, Salise, I don't know what's going on here. Um, but I think they all look like they're looking at something that's past us. Something on the top of the hill? Yeah. Um, I don't know what's going on, but I think we need to follow whatever they're looking at. All right. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull out a sword and shield. Okay. Um. I was trying to see if I had anything I could use to to kind of because detect good and evil does me no good in Avernus. And I don't want to smite our friends. (laughs) Um, Yeah, can I just roll an investigation on wherever they're looking? Sure. And And see if I can see anything that would help. And I'm going to also Oof. 25. Um, so you see them walking to you if you didn't know any better. It's still, it would feel like they're still being led up the hill. By something we can't see. Well, Mm -hmm. I, I, I didn't want to investigate them. I wanted to investigate in the direction they were looking at. Oh, like so I was trying in, to follow their eyes. Yeah, so it's so them going up. They're going up the hill, okay. and uh, th- you guys are almost at the top of the hill. You're gonna go up. It looks like you hit one more chicane, and, and then right you're there. yeah. Uh, so that's <sighs> it. Looks it just okay. looks like they're going up the hill. All right, follow them. All right, or we're following, but I am I am on alerts. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. I've I've definitely uh, taken out my uh, my my short sword, my my, my luck blade. All um, right. I was trying to see if Beacon of Hope did anything, but 
I don't think it does. Um, actually, are we within 30 feet of them? Sure. I'm going to use Beacon of Hope on everyone in our party. Uh, what? Explain to me what that does. So Beacon of Hope, the spell bestows hope and vitality. Choose any number of creatures within range. For the duration, each target has advantage on wisdom saving throws and death saving throws and regains the maximum number of hit points possible from any healing. Oh, um, okay. So pretty nice. So how do you cast that? Um, it it is channeled through the shield. Okay. So since I'm I already have pulled my shield out. Sure. I hold it up. I gently tap it with my sword. Okay. And a radiant cone covers everyone because at this point, I'm probably in the back since they're just going. Right. Um. <sighs> so you see. This glow, what color is the radiance? Is it is it visible? It's visible. It's like a muted blue gold because so, the shield has blue and gold so colors. As it comes out, normally it comes out, there's like a shimmer and a chime that goes along with that, with the shimmer and the chime. Um, but this is a Vernus. So you hear, and the, the rays that come out uh, instead of a muted blue, are a like dirty purple or just this reddish, muddish color, um, and it and the waves as they would normally ripple really quickly, these are just they're like tidal waves that are just coming in, and you see you see it hit. Uh, Shaka, and Shaka gets imbued with that color. Uh, but Shaka, you feel hopeful. You you feel well. Uh, you feel fantastic, in fact. Um, and then you see that ripple go towards your party members that are almost at the edge of the corner there. And... Nothing happens. It just goes right past them. And nothing happens to them. All right, then. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so are you guys going to follow? They have hit the last chicane. Yes. They are l now looking at something in the distance. Uh, have you guys... You're gonna run up. I'm, and I'm gonna catch run up and try to get like in the middle of them. Okay. Like, I am right behind with my sword out. Right. So you run up, run right through them, get to the middle of them, and you and you look, and you can see the largest of the trees that was there, and there is on that tree. Also, someone impaled. Also, someone writhing in pain. Uh, but this tree is bigger, and this person is seems bigger than the rest of everyone else. Um, and he's making noise, and you can you can see your friends see him and run over to him. 
they're running over to him right. to, to look and see him. Beyond that tree, we roll an investigation. Uh, six. Uh, Fourteen. You see a house. A small cottage. At the top, you guys are at the top of Harmon's Hill. And there is a tree, a giant tree, and a small cottage. Uh, so what are you going to do now? I'm going to investigate the person that the party's looking at. Okay. I'm assuming it's like really high up, the tree. Uh, the tree is, so the base of the tree is is giant. Is you know, it's like a redwood. Um Height-wise, it's probably about 50 feet high, but the guy is maybe 30 feet in the air, impaled on a metal, you know, in a metal, metal spike. Okay. Well, I want to see if I can, well, so it's close enough for me to investigate. I wouldn't have yeah. to, like, climb up. No, 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 you wouldn't okay. have to climb yeah, up. Yeah, I want to. So you're I moving wanna, up? Yeah. I, 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 I want to see if there's anything special right. about anything I can notice. Tiefling, tiefling, oh. oh. The guy's go, talking to me? Yes. Fred, the impaled guy. Yes, tiefling, <laughs> I see you. Ha, 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 oh, this hurts, ha, this hurts, ha. Who are you and what have you done with my friends? And I point to the, the rest of the party. What do you mean? Who am I? Well... I can get to that in a second, but your friends, you mean this paladin? What is a paladin doing here? What is this paladin doing here? Ha 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 Ouch, this hurts. <laughs> okay, so I, I, I guess Salise doesn't answer. She just so stares. So is just... <laughs> she just stares. Like, I... Uh, the better question is, what are you doing up there, and how are you even talking? Uh, I talk because there are people to speak to. I, I, I don't understand what you mean. So, so, so she's just like... That, this hurts. Um, I, I hate to break this to you, but it, you, you are like on a very large spike. That's what I mean by how are you talking? Oh, uh, well, uh, yes, I was placed here by Haramon. Of course. You will be too. <laughs> no. <laughs> who is Haramon? This, this hurts. Who, who is, who is Haramon? Yes, who is Haramon? Nah, well, Haramon was a friend of mine. Until we weren't friends. Harman is the second in command. Well, he would say he's second in command, but he is one of Zariel's hell riders. And this is his home. And this is his torture chamber. That's why I'm here. Gender Sunstar is the name. 
We didn't ask, but thank you. You did ask. <laughs> you asked me first, and I told you I'd get to it later. This is later. This hurts. Is that his house? And I point at the cottage uh, that was there. Do you see another house up here on Harriman's Hill? Chuck is not happy. Um, and he still notices that everyone else is still staring at him, right? Yes. Okay, so... You actually, at this point, you see them looking at him very in a very animated fashion. Okay. Uh, uh, you see Ash gesticulating, and you see Rin... And he is kind of cocking his head. And and even Robbie is is looking up and is kind of not exactly sure what's going on. Um, okay. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to say, why are they staring at you and why are they non-corporeal? Uh, well... They don't, I don't know what you're talking about. All right. There are the two of you. Guys, roll a perception. Uh, five. Dirty 20. You, uh, Shaka, look around as you're saying that. Why are they non-corporeal? And you look in that direction and you look at Lulu and Lulu looks right back at you. Oh. And Lulu says, Shaka? With Shaka, you were... Oh, oh. Oh, now I'm, oh, oh, no. Oh, wait, that's, oh. Spit it out, Lulu, wait, come no, on. No, Spit it out. No, that's, that's gender, gender sunstar. But, oh, something's happened. Something's, something's happened. You're, you were here, but now you're here, but you weren't here. There are multiple planes of existence. Something, something strange has happened. This is Harmon's Hill. But the Bloodstone Keep was supposed to be up here. That's not... That's not the Bloodstone Keep. That's just a house. I don't know if the portal is here. Lulu, you led us here. What do you mean you don't know the portal's here? Oh, but, oh, Lulu. Ha, you, you silly holophant. Of course the portal is here. It's inside Haruman. He has it in his house. <laughs> this hurts. This hurts. 
All right. Um, Shaka is getting uh, fed up with this guy and wants to walk toward the house. Um, okay. Are the others aware again? Or are they still kind of in like entranced by this? Do you look, you look uh, back, you now see uh, Lulu. And when you look back at your friends, you see that Lulu is also back with your friends. And he's looking back up. Lulu? Yeah. Lulu is, she's looking. Okay. Uh, Lulu is, is, Involved with you guys, but she's aware that there are multiple planes of existence that are happening now, but she has been transported into this this plane of existence while simultaneously being in the other plane of existence. There is one Lulu to you. Yeah, one does. Okay, but she's in- She is aware that she is in two spaces. Yeah. At the same time. Her brain's going to pop. Yes. Brain's going to pop. Um, so Celise is like, Celise doesn't want to leave their friends, but, but also we can't just stand out here and not investigate the house. Yeah. Cause this guy isn't giving us any info. I mean, we could try, well, I'm kind of, I'm leaning over to Celise and like, I'm like, we could try to persuade or intimidate this guy, but he's, he's up on a, yeah, exactly. He doesn't care. Yeah, I think we should just go to. I think. I wonder if we can put him out of his misery. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, we could. <laughs> I mean, um, it's not much of an existence being like literally. He's, he's laughing though. He seems fine. With he's that. laughing, and then every so often he says it hurts. Yeah, but he's not saying it like, oh, it hurts. Like he's more like it hurts. You know, <laughs> almost like he's proud of it. You know. I mean, you got me there. So so. All yeah, right. Let's go. Well, do, are we okay with leaving them out here? I don't want to come out and find they've been impaled. I honestly don't know. Um, I mean, one of us can stay here and one of us can go to the house. Um, Lulu makes it seem like that they're not like under a spell or anything. They're just somehow in a different world. Well, yeah, somehow. it's it's uh, you guys are here. And uh, they're there, but you're here, but you're also there. It's it's kind of weird. You're you're in two planes of existence. So are you. Well, yeah, but I'm celestial. Okay, c- can you explain that to them? And. Well, now I'm here. Well, go back there. <laughs> but the me there is the me there. Oh, God. All right, I'm walking All right, Lou, you stay and watch the them. <laughs> oh, okay. You, you, you watch over them. and I, I can also, do that. I also un- get rid of Troll Skull Manor because fighting is going to happen. I, should be, I shouldn't endanger Duo. So I'm like, watch the manor, watch them. Okay. And if something bad happens, can you find us? Yes. Yeah, can you give us a signal? Do you have anything you can uh, signal us with? Like a, like a Sure, my trunk. Okay, yeah, you can just do like a... Yes. Uh, I'm nothing. a holophant. I can... Okay. All right. All right, well, shall we? Yeah, 
horrible idea, but let's do it. <laughs> this is all we got. I mean, we've we've lived through other horrible <laughs> ideas. Yeah, this is all we got. Barely. Yeah. All right. Um. So, I'm not gonna like. Well, I'm gonna look around. So, how how, how does the front of the house look? Uh, it looks like a cottage, like a door or their like windows. There, there's a there's a door. Uh, there are windows on either side of the door. Uh, it looks like a one story cottage. Uh, there are windows on either side of the door, but you cannot see inside those windows. Okay. Uh, in, in fact, like the windows have uh, like those child childproof bars on them. Okay. In in the grid shape. Okay. So yeah, but but so outside a, of that, it's New York apartment. Though. Yes, New, the first yes, floor yes, York yes. First floor New York City apartment, hundred <laughs> percent. Okay. Uh, and um, uh, yeah, but it just yeah, it is a just a cottage. Okay. Um, do we have access to the uh, the sides? You can go around the sides if you like. Yeah, sure, absolutely. I want to go around the left side. Sure. And just see if maybe one of the windows is open, or maybe there's some kind of other door or marking that I can use. Sure. Go around, go around the left side. Sure. Yeah. Go around the left side, uh, roller perception or investigation. Uh, 21. All right. Uh, so you go around the left side. It looks like the side of a cabin, like a cottage. Sweet. Uh, it goes about 10 feet. Okay. And, uh, then you get to the edge. All right. You want to go around the back? Yes. All right. Go around the back. Roll an investigation. That is a 13. All right. You, you go around the back and you look and you see uh, the back. There are uh, There is another window in mm -hmm. the back. Uh, and that window, similarly, is you can't really see inside and also has bars around it. Um, and it's about eight feet wide. Okay. You want to go around to the other side? I do. All right. Go but around to the other Lisa's side. has been just kind of watching this and yeah. slowly trailing behind Shaka like, yeah. what are you doing? Surveying. Yeah. yeah. Oh, she's go just ahead. watching to see what you're doing because she, she doesn't want to just stand there in front of the house and be like, hey, what's up? Right. Uh, <laughs> roll another investigation. Oh, I'm roll one, two. Yeah. Uh, that is a net 20. That is a dirty, right. dirty 20. All right. Yeah. So uh, you guys... See the side of the house in all of its detail. You can see that there's uh, some wood that is splintering at the top. Uh, the roof is really well manicured. Um, but otherwise, it's just really good construction. It goes about so the net 10, 20, that's all I 10 foot wide. Yeah, it is, uh, it is very much a house. I guess, we gotta no go I guess we got to go through the front door. It doesn't look like there's any other way to get in. No, luck really isn't on our side today. So should we like bash it down or? Oh, let's just kick it try down. Try to do a gentle knock. Okay, let's just kick it down. Uh, when have we done anything gently? You know. All right. Well, I will let you take the lead then since. Uh, You're the celestial one. Yeah, but you, you have a shield and armor. So I think, I think you could take a hit, you know. If, oh, if, thanks. If, thanks. <laughs> thanks so much. All um, right. Yeah, uh, so let's bash this door. Do I have to do anything for bashing the door? Uh, yeah. So, uh, what are you gonna do? You gonna like bash it with gonna, your, like, uh, your like, shield? Or no, uh, I'm just gonna like kick, kick it. it. Yep. All right. Uh, roll for strength. Yay, my strongest stat. Oh, dang it! It was also a twenty again. Um, so it's just my modifier. Yeah. So it's only a it's only a ten. A ten. It was, it was almost a fifteen. So. 
explain how you're going to try and kick this door in. Um, so she she pauses, puts her shield away so she doesn't like bean herself in the face. Right. Um, <laughs> leans back and like just does the you no know, traditional movie. I'm gonna like kick it. Right. All right. Uh, so Celise goes. She puts her foot up. She uses. She cocks it back. She uses all of her strength to kick in that door. And the second she hits the door, the door starts to swing open. Oh, Roll no. athletics. Oh, no. Nat 20. Yeah. Oh, she didn't realize so that the, the, she didn't realize that the door was open and unlocked. And she <laughs> goes to kick the door and like loses her balance, but she catches her balance and does three rolls inside the building and stands up and puts her arms out of just like she meant to do this. Like a three-point stance? Yes, 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 exactly. Like she is Simone Biles. Wow. Um, And uh, she is inside the building. All right. Yeah. Um, So... It's dark in there, but what you can, what you notice, roll, roll another investigation. That is not so great investigating. It's only an 11. Um, what you notice immediately is that this place on the inside is much larger than it was on the outside. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and... So you're looking around and you see it's almost like a palace, like you're in a grand room. And that's the last image you see before everything goes dark. Oh, no. Shaka, you, uh, you see Solis go to kick the door in. And when she goes to kick the door open, the door swings open and it's really black in there and you see her like the door just kind of swung open and you saw her roll and she rolled into the into the darkness mm-hmm. you don't see her as she rolled into the darkness um which is kind of weird because you think that like the light from the outside mm-hmm. would have but so what do you do now I follow her all right so you go inside mm-hmm. uh and you run in you get about four steps in. You roll an investigation. Fourteen. Uh, you look, and it's much, much bigger on the inside than you thought it would be. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like, it's like a library. And then everything goes black. Did I see Celise before everything goes black? No, you just saw a giant library. Um, Shaka, you're disoriented for a second. And then, like, you're trying to blink 
the darkness away. Things start to get brighter and brighter. Things start to get into focus and you hear, Daddy, 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 where are you? I just stand there looking bewildered. I don't really say anything. I'm you're and it's still all black. Uh so roll investigation. Seventeen. You see uh it is mostly black, but you see a sliver of light right in front of you. And you hear these voices. Daddy, Daddy, where are you? We're going to find you. Those voices are getting closer. Daddy. Oh, I think I think I know where he is. Wait, I think. Oh, oh. You hear footsteps reaching, coming closer to where you are. So I believe I'm looking for it now, but I believe I have dark vision. As a tiefling, does that work here, or is this like a magical darkness? Uh, so, you do if you do have dark vision. What? Yes, I do. I, I can see in darkness, in shades of gray, up to sixty feet. So you notice that you're in like a closet of some sort. Okay. Um, those voices are getting closer the latch to the door starts to turn and it opens up and you see a little tiefling girl, five or six. She looks up, scared at first, and then she smiles. Daddy, I found you. <laughs> Oh my god! Um, all right, so I um, I want to look down and see if I'm wearing anything different. My, um, am so I you, dressed the same? So you weapons? You are not dressed the same. Uh, you are in regular clothes, just just like skinny jeans. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got <laughs> like a white tee. You got a white tee. <laughs> Um, Tim's wearing some Tim's, uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, you're you're actually yeah, like you're yeah, just, just casual, yeah, just casual, wear. real, real casual homeware. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so once I notice that, I'm thinking like this is some kind of trick. If I just go along with it, maybe something will happen. So I go up to the little tiefling girl and I say, "Of course, you found me." Uh, yes, I'm. I'm the best. I'm the best finder ever, right, Daddy? Mark thought he was better than me, but I told him, Mira's the best. Yeah, your brother Mark. <laughs> and I kind of am trying to goad her into saying yes. Mark, I found him. I found him. Hmm. That's because he always hides in the closet, and you see another tiefling boy. Or a, a tiefling boy this time, mm -hmm. uh, around the same age. It looks like they're twins. And yeah, Daddy said he was gonna hide in a different spot this time, but mm, I don't know. Uh, Daddy, uh, 
Let's play something else. What do you think? Let's play um, Find the Door Out of Here. Let's go outside. Oh, you want to go outside and play? Uh, sure. Okay. That's pretty unbelievable, but let's go, let's go outside. Okay. Okay. All right. So, uh, and, you, and, and while we're walking, I say, Hey, is, uh, mom around? No, you know, mom's not home right now. I know. Mom, I'm, I'm mom just went checking. to the market. I'm just checking. I'm making sure you're paying attention. Yeah, well, we're always paying attention because we're your kids. Okay, so at that point, Shaka kind of freezes because he's he's always, like, wanted a family, um, but he still has trepidation because I'm assuming I'm, like, have my memory, like, I can... Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah like, yeah, yeah you are... So, yes. So he sees this other dimension thing. He sees this person on a tree talking. He sees Celeste disappear. So he knows this is this is some something, but he's tempted. He's 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 in conflict right now. He's internally conflicted. So he's trying to think logically, but emotionally he is like just wants to grab them and hug them and uh you know. Right. Just chill. So uh so you guys start to walk through your home. Yes. Um and as you're walking towards the outside of your home, uh, you look and as you're looking through the house, you're looking at things. Uh, roll an investigation, please. 21. Um, so you, you see, you see definitely that there are knickknacks of your home. Like, this is your stuff. You looked off into one corner and you see uh, your old, original, all-white outfit just oh. hanging in the corner. Okay. Um, above the mantle, you see your sword, the, the luck sword that you, that you received. It's, it's above the hearth okay. uh, sitting there. And right next to it is a piece of your armor. Uh, it's, it's all, it's all there. And, uh, you see little toys and, um, more importantly, puzzles, okay. you know, hanging, hanging around. There's like, you know, puzzles for young children. And there's like, a there's a, a little work area where like some kind of weird Rube Goldberg machine is being <laughs> made. Right. Uh, and you see that there, that this is a project that, an adult and a child were working on at the same time. Um, and, uh, you go through the house, uh, and you go outside with the kids and they're running around and you guys are running around for a little while. And then, uh, as you're running, you get a little winded. So you, you know, you go to sit down and, you look at your hands. Your hands look a little more weathered than they than they had before. Uh, they they look older than than you remember them. Uh, as you sit down next to a tree, 
your your daughter and your son come and sit down next to you, Mark and Mira, and Mira looks up at you and says, Daddy, Daddy, can you tell us a story about your adventures again? Mm. Well, I will. But I think first, um, do, you, do any of you have a mirror? Like a little pocket mirror? I do because I'm the prettiest. Can I see it for a sec? Sure. And she gives it to you. Okay. I want to look at my face. All right. Uh, roll a perception. Critical failure. <laughs> I don't even you, know what I look like. You, <laughs> you pick up the mirror. Uh, you go to look at your face, and as soon as you go to look at your face, you drop the mirror and it breaks. Oh, man. Daddy! <laughs> I'm sorry, Mira. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> do you have another mirror? <laughs> you have a backup mirror? <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, Daddy, there's something. Oh, man, there's something wrong with you. You know what? Instead of... Me, you telling us the stories. Maybe I should tell the stories. Sure, go ahead. Mark says, no, I tell the stories the best. I remember them. My memory is better than yours, so I'm going to tell the story. And, and Okay, fine. why don't you both tell the story? Oh, okay. All right, yes. So, uh, yeah. All right, so how about this one? Once upon a time, in a furnace. Mm. Yeah, uh, this was. You told us the story about uh, you went to a rap concert and then a fight broke out, and then one of your friends died, and then you uh, then you went. On a on a trip in a car, and and then you jumped over in into a giant tornado, and the tornado was swimming around, and you flew your car through the tornado. Then you went up this hill, and you went in a house, and then you saw another one of your friends who was making some music, and he was doing stuff. Then he died too. Then it sounds sad, and you were sad, but that let you know that you know what? Your friends were important, but it's time to start a family. It's time to get out of that life. And that's when you opened the store and you started making puzzles. And, and, that's how you met mommy. And then you and mommy met so you could make us. And then we had us and we lived happily ever after. Mm. The end. Man, so Shaka is definitely tearing up at this point um, because he knows he knows this is not real, but he desperately wants it to be. And he looks in both of uh, Mira and uh, Mark, Mark, yeah, yeah, and Mark's eyes, and he says, 
Um, you really need to tell me what's going on. This is all true, Daddy. It's not true. This is... This is... What could be if you make the right choices? This is the truth, Daddy. And we'll cut to Solis. I'm afraid. Uh, Solis. You... Everything's black. And then as soon as it, like, it happened in a minute, in an instant, you saw a palace. And then everything went black. And then immediately you felt disoriented. You, and you start smelling warm bread and sizzling bacon. Uh, You've you've felt this way before. You've felt this before. And you hear, Celise. Celise. It's not a voice you remember, but there's a level of uh, familiarity with with in that in that voice that lets you know that this is someone you know and she she walks through the door and you don't know this woman but you do know this woman. She's muscular, she's athletic, it's beautiful bronze skin, just a beautiful woman, completely your type, completely yours. And she looks at you and she says, yeah, people always say, oh, yeah, those two, I don't know. Who's who's making the food over there? Well, Alex is because Alex makes the best breakfasts and, and everybody knows it from miles around. Sweetheart, come come eat. Come on. So Celise just stops because she's just like I what? Babe, what are you doing? It's it's time to wake up. You've, you sat and you, you laid in the bed long enough. I've made food so you don't have to do any other work. Now it's time to come eat. Come on, let's go. <laughs> so he's like, so she's standing in this doorway just very confused because it's not her wife. No. It's not her wife. Well, she looks down. Uh, roll a perception. Dice don't fail me. Uh, perception uh, 13. Celise looks down at her finger because she's thinking, this woman definitely knows me. This woman definitely knows me intimately, but she's not my wife. And as soon as she has that thought, she immediately goes to look at her hand and on her hand is a wedding band. Mm. Mm, Slice off the market. 
Salisa's confused because she's like, wait a second. <laughs> um, so I actually go to tap yeah. your chest, and on your chest is Mal's ring. It's still there. Damn. So Salisa's not moving. <laughs> she's like, who are you? Oh, sweetheart. Oh, are we having one of those episodes again? No. Who are you? Oh, yes, we are. Okay. This happens from time to time, but but I get it. I understand. I am your wife. No, you're not. I am Alex. I am. I am. Please, let me explain. No, there's there's no explaining. <sighs> you you're suffering from PTSD. This is a thing. It has happened. After you killed Zaraj, the one who killed Mal. The fight was so tough that it caused stress to your body and sometimes you forget. I'm your wife. I am Alex. We met. We fought together. We shared intimate moments together. I know where I was before I woke up in this kitchen. Yes. I was in Avernus. Yes, we have been through this before. Salise doesn't. She doesn't believe her at all. When you were in Avernus, you had the chance to kill Zaraj, and you did it. You did it. Of course, I'd take any chance I got to kill him. And, but it, it wasn't without a cost. Perrin died. What do you mean Perrin died? Perrin was killed. How was he killed if I was going after Zaraj? You had to make a choice, and you made a choice. Perrin annoyed me, but I wouldn't kill him. You didn't kill him. I wouldn't make a choice where he died. You, you didn't know that, but you did. You, you knew That if you went after Zaraj, you may not have been there for Perrin. It all seemed like it was an easy choice, that you could do both, but you couldn't. And it took you a while. But you understood that you made a decision because you had made an oath. You avenged your love. And you also realize that that vengeance, while satisfying, didn't clear your conscience. You had to first forgive yourself. And when you forgave yourself, you gave yourself another chance at life and love. 
and me. Salise is, is skeptical. Can I roll for persuasion? Sure. Mm. Uh, that is 1825. All right. Yeah. Um, what, do you, what do you say? If this is true, where are my armor and my sword? I would never have gotten rid of it even if I retired. Uh, of course you didn't get rid of it. What do you think? And she leads you into your living area. And right above your hearth is your shield. And across your shield is, is the sword. And then you look off into the corner and standing up as if you could just walk behind it and walk right into it is your armor sitting there uh, pronounced and showing off like a trophy. You look off in another corner, not as impressive, but there is Alex's armor. And next to that is a, a, a sword that is Alex's. If Perrin's dead, where's news of his passing he was known as well known as a bard well there are songs sung about him all of the time we just you don't remember of course you don't remember just last month we went to the tavern and we heard songs we heard uh someone singing octobird <laughs> it's the word. So Salise is skeptical. Sure. Um, all right. Well, let's let's go eat outside. I always feel better when we get to sit in the sun. Absolutely. So you guys, you go uh, to sit in the sun uh, before. You walk out the door, you, uh, you, as you're walking out the door and you're still trying to figure things out, roll a perception. I am not perceiving very well. I am, that's only an 11. An 11. Uh, you just look off in, at your house, uh, and as you're walking out the door, you see, uh, you see a door to your left. And when you come outside of the house, you kind of know, you, you know, you look at the house and you see that that door must also lead to the outside because it doesn't seem to be another room okay. where that door was. But you guys go outside and there is a table not far outside of the house. And Alex brings the food out. And there's some warm bread and some some eggs and some bacon and uh, some fruit. And you guys sit down and you start to have a meal. Actually, Salise goes around behind her. Okay. And it's like, you know, just pours on the sweetness. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry to have doubted you, honey. You know, I'm outside. We've got some fresh air. I feel so much better. So she like kind of like rubs her shoulders. Right. And then she puts her in a chokehold and asks for the oh she, my God. So, um, Alex, we're going to do contested oh strength. 
It's Liz Hingleful. <laughs> just the way you right. described. So uh, what are we? What am I? Uh, adding? Contested strength. Uh, um. So thir- So my thirteen. So uh. So. <laughs> <laughs> With with a twenty one, oh, Alex damn. she would have beat me anyway. Right. Alex grabs grabs Celise <laughs> and flips her over the table oh my God. and knocks over some of the fruit and she laughs. <laughs> you almost got me that time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was that was fun. It's like a love tap. Yeah, yeah, we haven't played for it in a while. <laughs> that was oh. But but you you know the 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 sad part about this is i know you sweetheart and every time i have to explain things to you 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 try something like this <laughs> so i'm prepared for it we've trained together we fought in and out of the house. Sleese gets up. She's like, you know, her dignity is bruised. If right. nothing else. Well, so when she flips you over, she kisses you gently on the forehead after she says all of that stuff. So I, I like rub my forehead and just <laughs> oh, gl- sit across from the table and glare <laughs> at her. I mean, because Sleese knows what's up. She's not buying this, but she's trying to figure figure it out. So she like begrudgingly starts buttering toast. Starts muttering. <laughs> <laughs> Some of it, something's not right. Where, let me get in my armor. So she just starts buttering her toast and like right. occasion glancing at Alex like right. something's not right here. Well, I will say, sweetheart, that it's perhaps unwise to just believe everything that you see. Because sometimes things aren't what they've seen, but that's that's okay. And then she stabbed me. <laughs> because this is the truth. No, it's not. It is. It's so very much. What can happen? And we go back to Shaka. I was going to try to do something. Yeah. Well, you hold on to that. Okay. While we're sitting with Shaka. So Shaka said, uh, Shaka wanted to know the truth. Mm-hmm. And um, the kids told you that this was the truth. Mm-hmm. And. They're they're looking at you, and they they said, "This is the truth, Shaka." I mean, Daddy, this very much is the truth. It's all about the choices that you make. If you make the right choice, you can have this and so much more. Um, Is that voice coming from them? Yes, it's coming from them. It looks like 
an Allstate commercial. Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. I'm David Palmer. Right. I'm President right. David Palmer. Right. right. Okay. Yeah. Wow. All right. So um, I'm definitely, I'm like freaked out at that, but at the same time, I'm relieved because now I can say, okay, this is not real. Because I was kind of like, you know, having the cuteness of the kids right. was really starting to get to me. But so I'm like, sad is over. But at the same time, I'm happy that I can like start to say this is not real. But it very much is real, Shaka. This is this is your future. This is the future that you can have if you make the right choices. The only future I want is what my friends bring them back to me. No, bring me back to them. The future. This could be it right here. Would you like to see more of it? What choice do I need to make? Just choose to live this. I choose, choose. I choose to live with my friends. Even if we're in Avernus, if we're together, you know, we, we, that, that's just how it needs to be. But this, this is your chance. Right here. Would you like to see more? I do not want to see more because it's fake. And at this point, Shaka kind of stands up. And this is still the kids, like, coming from the kids. Right, right. right. So he, is this coming from both of them? Um, or, it or, is. Or, or Mark? So Martin? it is It is both of them now. Okay. Standing there. They, they're very much looking at you. They're very much pleading with you yeah. to to stay with this. There there is still uh love and friendliness and uh a gentle spirit in their eyes. Okay. So I'm gonna pick up Mark the uh, Mark yeah, Mark, sure, sure. Mark Mark. Yeah. I'm forgetting my kid's name. Yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Not good. Um and I wanna pick him up well, well, I want to go, go down to both of them. Sure. And I want to hug them. Right. And I want to say, I love you both, and I'm really sorry. We love you, Daddy. And I want to don't tighten that. Don't grip. leave us. I want to. I want, I'm like holding them yes. like this. Right. And you're tightening the grip. Mm-hmm. Daddy, don't yep. don't leave us. Don't. Daddy, you're you're hurting me. Daddy, it's hurting. Um, as you're squeezing them, uh, you're closing your eyes. There are tears forming oh, in yeah. your eyes. Oh, for sure. Um, as you close your eyes, you don't want to see anything, but you start to see. Um, you see yourself holding the hand of a woman. She's a tiefling. Um, and you, you feel the warmth of love from her. And you look out. Uh, you, you're both sitting and you're watching a young tiefling girl, a woman, who looks back at you and smiles with a tear in her eye. It's Mira. Uh, 
it's her wedding day. Mm-hmm. Then you see Mark. He's off, and he's gone to Warlock School, and he's graduated. Then you're looking again, and you look down, and you're holding a baby, and you look over. It's your first grandchild. You get to sit and you watch as your entire life with your children and your family flashes before your eyes. It's beautiful. It is everything, everything that you ever could have wanted. And you were so happy. Then you open your eyes and your children are in your arms, dead. You let go of them and their lifeless bodies fall to the ground. Uh... It sounds like you have made your choice. We go back to Celise. Oh, Lord. Oh, boy. Uh, Celise, you guys are outside, still having breakfast. Yeah. So. What do you want to do? What do you want to do, babe? I'm just like, like eating grumpily and giving her like a dirty look because I don't know I'm, I might go in and for old time's sake put on the armor polish my sword maybe go practice <laughs> <laughs> so so basically a Wednesday night eh <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay do you want to practice together maybe I don't know. You flipped me pretty easy. I don't know if I can take that kind of a throw and fall. Well, that's because I was prepared for it. But we both know that Celise is the greatest fighter of all time. You've told me stories. And I've seen you fight. And when you're when you're like holding back. So I can only imagine when you've unleashed all of that fury. All right. And, you know, and then, of course, I am a bit younger than you, so. Mm. <laughs> oh, <that's>... So <laughs> Slisha smiles like, I'll be back as soon as I go put on my armor and get my sword. Okay. So you go back inside the house. Yeah. Roll a perception. Don't fail me. Uh, 18. Uh, you feel... The, you feel like a gust of wind come from that other door mm-hmm. that would you assume leads to the outside, um, and you hear it creak. Right. I'm, I'm not going to bother with armor. I'm just going to grab my sword and go to that door. You go to grab your sword. Um, you feel Mal's ring warm up, and you, and you, touch, you touch the ring. 
What is it? Solis. This is it. This is what? This is... This could be it. This is your future. The door of that woman out there. This, this house, this life. This is, this, this isn't. What she told you was the truth. Why are you doing this? Once you learned to forgive yourself for my death, then you were able to live again. But I haven't killed Zaraj. But here you did. And if you stay here, he will be dead. You will have fulfilled your oath. No, if I stay here, Harmon wins. He wants us out of the way. I remember going into the house and suddenly I was here. This isn't right. You know it's not right. Sometimes you have to do what's right for you. What's right for me is getting back to my friends. I can't let them fight whatever that is hanging on the tree. I can't let them suffer in Avernus. I can't do that to them. But if you leave, you may never find Zaraj. You may never get that chance. Then I'll have to live with that. Can you do that? I've gone all this time without finding him. You know that I'm sworn to tear. I cannot I cannot let my friends down. That's not doing the right thing. Mm. I may go to my grave without that vengeance, but I can't leave my friends behind. I can't leave them there. I'm a paladin. Do you know what will happen to me in Avernus? We're still in Avernus. This isn't real. This is not Avernus. This is not Avernus. If you make the choice to stay here, you are no longer there. I don't know where here is. Here is Faerun. I don't believe you. You should. This isn't right and this isn't normal. This, no, I walk through a door and now I'm here in some other place, some other life. This is your future if you make the right choices. My choice is to save my friends. I will not abandon them. That is a choice. It's the choice I want. This life with some stranger that I don't even remember meeting. That's no choice for me to go the rest of my life without knowing who this woman is. She clearly knows me. Is that fair to me to make a choice to live out my days with a stranger? If you make the choice, we'll make it so that you do remember her. Who's we? Well... This is Avernus. So. No. Whoever. No. I don't make those kind of deals. You know that. You knew that about me the day that you put that ring on for me. I don't know what is speaking to me through your ring, but I will not do this. And I just, I, I kind of like take my hand away from the ring and go toward that door. You realize that as you were speaking... 
you were walking directly to that door. When you took your hand away, you put your hand on that doorknob and you opened the door. Do you step through it? Yep. You step through into darkness. We come back. Solice, you're back in what seems like, well, it looked like it was the palace that you saw, then it went dark, and then it illuminated a little from the light outside of the cottage door, and you're just sitting on a small wooden floor now in the cottage. And there's nothing around me. There's no furniture. Shaka. You drop the lifeless bodies of your children onto the ground. When they hit the ground, they turned into dust. The dust flew up. And when the dust settled and cleared your vision, you saw the library again. And then it went black again. And when you come to again, you see the light from the outside of that cottage door like you would expect. And next to you is Solice. And that's where we'll end this episode. All right. So, guys. That was a lot. Yeah, that was... (laughs) So uh, oh our friends at Wizards, please put a content warning on this episode when you <laughs> upload it. Yes. Um, yeah. So there. Yeah. There was. Uh, there was a lot going on there. Uh, yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed uh, this episode. Um, <sighs> I'm afraid. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So this was our Man. eighth episode mm-hmm. of of the season. Uh, as we do with all of our episodes. We will allow you to ask uh, questions of the characters that were in this episode. So that could be uh, Solice or uh, Shaka or the children um, or uh, Jarned, Jar, Jar, Jar Red. Yeah. Yes. I Jandar. Jandar. Song. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. There's John Reds. Like, okay. John Reds. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so any, any of the characters that were in this episode, you can ask any questions of them, uh, including some of the characters that weren't here, uh, but were here. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and congratulations, DM, uh, Malevolent. D Malevolent. Oh, oh, D Malevolent. There you go. Uh, for winning the D&D Beyond Legendary Bundle. Uh, The irony in that is... Malevolent is my sim wife. Yes. As we're talking about, about this yes, other yes. Wife. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Question for Celise. What did you have for breakfast? Uh, IRL. In, well, this was Celise. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, Celise is IRL. Sorry, yeah, there you go. Uh, Celise had like great, thick, buttery toast, mm. some bacon, and uh, probably some, some nice breakfast smothered potatoes. I mean, she had a hearty breakfast. That's how she had the energy to do it. Now, does, does Celise like her bacon real crispy? Does she no, like it kind of? No, Celise likes it, you know, 
done like done enough to know it's done, but not super crunchy. Right. Okay. All right. Shaka, who was your best man at your temptation future wedding? <laughs> huh. Um at my oh okay so I guess yeah. I would be I guess you didn't clearly say I was married to the but we right can, right we we can assume so, yes we you were. can assume so um well if this is my ideal future because Shaka normally is not good at making friends right but I'll say in this ideal future um I don't know it's hard to because I don't think it would be anybody from the party because right. it made it seem like I had departed from that life right. And none and of us this? are tieflings besides yeah. you. Hey, you so, know, Robbie. You know, you know, Robbie's a tiefling. Yeah. I mean, you might have to sit on the other side of the aisle. But right, right. But, 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 you know, <laughs> but, but, but it's cool. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll say that, you know, I met, when I opened up the puzzle making business, Right. Um, I'll say that my uh, wife br- had a brother. Right. And we became really close. So there um, you go. So we became... Like real close, which right. annoyed my future wife, but right. he is my best man. Oh, all right. Look at that. So my brother-in-law. Your brother-in-law yeah. is is your best man. Yes. Uh, question for Salise and Shaka. Oh, dear. Are you going to tell each other about what happened or keep that pretty mum? I'm not saying a thing. I am traumatized, both Shaka and Sharif. Yeah, same. Uh, so same. I'm, I'm. No, I'm. I'm not. I'm not sharing. I'm. I'm just like. Let's not talk about it. You're shell shocked. Yeah. You know, unless something happens plot wise where I need to reveal it. No. Um Salise no is not happy. One, because she knew that this wasn't right. And also she's like basically she was like, New wife, who this? Right. <laughs> who are you? Why are you in my house? This is not my beautiful house. Right. This is not, not my, my beautiful, beautiful wife. wife. <laughs> <laughs> like in the days Let's go, go by. by. <laughs> 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 I got that reference. There you go. <laughs> reference acknowledged. <laughs> uh, any other questions? Are there any other questions? Robin runs into the, during the speak now forever. Hold your peace. <laughs> right. oh, 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 is this like a different world? Yeah, like, right, like right. right. Dwayne Wade. Oh please, baby, please. <laughs> right. Oh, my goodness. Whitley. <laughs> Shaka, I love you. Whitley, I love you. I <laughs> want you to be my, my wife. wife. Uh, 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 so going once, going twice. Uh, yeah. Anything. Yeah. Anything? It's a hard one to ask because it was yeah, a tough yeah, it was, episode. Yeah, it was pretty heavy. So um, I'm just going to say now, I did not sign up for child death. Right. So you know, <laughs> yeah. I was not expecting that, but uh, I, I kinda, it is what Shaka would need Shaka to do. Shaka felt like he he had to, like, to make the choice to stay, he had to get rid of what he's always wanted. Right. Right. So why why you gotta treat us like Commander Shepard in that weird dream yeah. sequence <laughs> right. when you're running through the like, weird yeah. forest? Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't have enough paragon points. Right. Uh, I don't think there's enough paragon no points, points. in the world for that. Uh, Neither of us did. Uh, I usually play uh, Renegade. Uh, uh, we do uh, have one last question. Yeah. Shaka, what did your kid go to Warlock school for? What did he study? Um so I'd say that uh, Shaka was really trying to, he tried to raise him to be like him. 
And my kid, being a kid, is rebelling against that. Right. So even though he's going to warlock school, he's definitely going to study, like, you know, botany. Right. Or something. Nice. Like, like uh, some, something that would that is completely against what I was trying right. to raise. Uh, you know, uh, the, uh, I guess it was both of them that went to the school or one of them? No, one of them. One, one of them. them yeah. Oh, we don't, oh, we don't oh, know right. what Miro oh, right, because, did as, as a profession. Yeah. Right. But, um, but yeah. 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 So like he's, he's definitely like, look, dad, I'm, no. Right. No. So as, as a dad, um, I will say this much. So I am the, for those who know me, um, know that I am a very, very big Yankees fan. And my son, uh, who bears my name, uh, became a Mets fan because his preschool teacher was the coolest dude around. And Mr. Matt was a Mets fan. Mr. Matt? Mr. Matt was (laughs) Mr. Mr. Matt. Matt. He came in dressed as a baseball. Right. And uh, (laughs) my son... Followed in Mr. Matt's footsteps and not in his father's footsteps. Mm. And that broke my heart. But to show that I loved him, my son, more than I loved the New York Yankees, I bought my son a Pedro Martinez Martinez, uh, chain. Wow. Yeah, with the 45 on it. It was for his, yeah. So because. Pretty big. I love my boy. I love my boy. There's nothing greater. Uh, than the parents' love for their children. Beyond sports. Beyond sports. Uh, yeah, which uh, made made your decision even that much more painful. It was, uh, man. I, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. So the drinks are on you today after the show. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I, I've, been, I've been thinking about that because like I'm like, yo, like I recently got married. Yeah. If we have a kid and we stay in Milwaukee... Right. They're gonna be Bucks, Bucks and Brewers fans. Yeah, yeah. What? Th- yeah, that is. You're yeah. already worried about a hypothetical kids' sport. Program. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, oh, yes. absolutely. Oh, absolutely. I yeah, that, that is what I'm thinking about. I'm, right. I'm like, yo, I gotta yeah. show them nothing but, but right. videos of but, '90s Knicks. Yes, because I don't want to show them anything in the past right. 20 years. Right. Wow. <laughs> I just want to show them '70s Knicks and '90s Knicks. Yep, that's it. Wow. Yeah, they're actually yeah. gonna think it's real. I'm gonna change the dates. Yep. And I'm gonna be like, yeah, this happened. Why it's so short. What's <laughs> the resolution? You know You're going to have to spend, spend all this time remastering yeah, the yeah, episode. I'm remastering. remastering. The You're getting the look. Right. I'm, I'm remastering. Like, yeah, sure. There were, there were hand check rules. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry about, don't worry about the defenses. It's okay. Oh, man. I do, but I uh. ain't no hypothetical kid to influence in my case. Yeah. I'm yeah. just like... Yeah. Look, uh, some wife almost divorced me because I messed up my Michigan team yesterday. Yeah, uh, well, yeah. yeah. So, so I was like, look, that was almost that, like... Serious business, man. Look, it was almost like sim divorce. Right, it's it, serious, it business. serious business. Uh, and uh, yeah, so on serious business, I think it's time for us to start our wind down. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we start uh, reintroducing ourselves, allow me to reintroduce myself. Um, oh, uh, we will say happy Thanksgiving to everyone in the United States uh, for all of those that are celebrating. Um, enjoy your time with your families and uh, whatever kind of goofy accoutrement you have uh, with your with your turkeys or whatever it may be with all your foodstuffs. Enjoy yourselves. Uh, enjoy the, the following weekend. We will not be here. 
uh, gives you plenty of time to catch up on this episode and previous episodes and uh, give you a chance to talk to us about different things. Mm -hmm. Uh, We will be back the following week uh, for our penultimate episode. Uh, And then I think we're going to take another week off after our ninth episode for the finale, right before Christmas. That That is our gift to you will be our finale. Uh, and there's there's still so much to be explored. Uh, so uh, we'll give our outros. Sure. Mm-hmm. Tell everybody where they can find us next and stuff that's going on. We'll start with Tanya. Uh, my name is Tanya DePass. You can find me everywhere online as Cypher of Tear, C-Y-P-H-E-R-O-F-T-Y-R. And I actually will miss our penultimate episode because I will be at PAX Unplugged. I'm doing uh, three panels, uh, one of which Oboe Crazy in the chat is moderating, and that one I think is actually going to be streamed. Uh, The other two, one I'm doing about queerness and RPGs, and the other is about not having race and racism in your setting. So that's going to be real fun. And, I uh, do declare. You, yeah. <laughs> yeah. One day you're going to interrupt me like that. And I'm just right, going to stab me. <laughs> I'm not going to stab you, but I'm just going to like use this dice tray. <laughs> and I'm just going to sit here and watch. Right. I'm not going to help you. I'm just gonna, it coming. I'm going to make Brandon duck and one day, pow, right in the kisser. Yeah, right in the kisser. To the moon, Alice. Um, also, if you are at PAX Unplugged, uh, my organization will be in the diversity lounge. Um, I'll be around. And POC D&D, Carl will be there at the table as well as a few other friends. Yeah. So come by, say hi, and we'll ha- actually have some really cute D20 pins to, to sell you because, hey, running an organization ain't cheap. So <laughs> say hi on Twitter to either Any Diverse Games or me or to us at Rivals, and one of us will tweet back at you. There you go. Sweet. Uh, I am Sharif Jackson, played Shaka, your tiefling warlock. Uh, you can find me at SharifJackson.com, S-H-A-R-E-E-F Jackson.com. Has links to all the stuff I'm doing, and also Sharif Jackson on all social media. Um, don't have anything uh, going on in terms of events. Um, I'm just chilling, waiting f- for the holidays. And while I do enjoy the idea of uh, um, being together over the holiday of Thanksgiving, I must say I don't celebrate the uh, uh, the traditional story of the Pilgrims and. Native Americans having, a, having a happy time. So, third eye. Uh, you can celebrate it. I'm just saying, right. you know, I'm all about right. the indigenous folks. Right. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, word up, word up. Have uh, plenty of maize. Uh, and I am Cicero Holmes, uh, your DM and your NPCs and uh, some other PCs uh, that uh, weren't here. And uh, you can find me on all social media platforms at Stubby Stan. Uh, check that out to see different things that I'm doing. Podcasts, podcasts, or lots of podcasts. I'm doing podcasts, so you can check that out and see uh, the different stuff that I'm uh, partaking in at those particular moments. Uh, yeah, but uh, before we go, I want to talk about the people that are not here. Yes, uh, Brandon Stennis. You can find him on social media at I am Brandon TV, uh, where he is streaming on Twitch right here, uh, and also on uh, Twitter and Instagram. And uh, if you do come across Brandon today, please send your well wishes to him. Uh, he was, uh, I guess, uh, struck struck by a can of soup. He's living in the land down under. 
um, with with soup cans. So uh, I hope your hand is okay because you know when you're playing games, you need your hands and your thumbs. So I uh, hope you're doing all right. Yeah. Also uh, for Brandon, um, I know he is involved with a Twitch Chicago meetup. Oh yeah, that's right. Twitch so Chicago. So if you're in Chicago, oh, yeah. um, December fourteenth. I just looked it up. Yeah. So, so you can register for that and all that good stuff. Oh yeah. Definitely. Uh, and uh, yeah, so I want to say uh, to Serena Marie, she is on Twitter at Serena X Marie and on Instagram as Serena Marie. Serena is a B. Serena is a B. That's right. Uh, and uh, she there probably will be pictures of her uh, on planes and <laughs> in in beautiful weather and having lots of fun uh, because she is there with. At Carlos Kritz, who's Carlos <laughs> Luna, um, where you can find him on all social media platforms as Carlos Kritz. And he is now Mr. Serena Marie. Uh, congratulations to them both. We love you guys so, so very much. I hope you guys are having a blast. I am not sure if uh, Carlos will be around for uh uh, his show that is here, his Roll Twenty show that is on Wednesday. Oh yeah, for uh, I think they're taking a break Jace right Bellerin now. Must I? They may be taking maybe, a break. maybe taking a break. I am not positive, uh, but uh, check his social media stuff, and then you'll find out whether yeah, or not yeah. he is. Yeah, or just like check the D and D Twitch schedule because they have all the shows on for every week. Yes. If you look below where we are right now, yes. there is a schedule. Yes. Uh, yeah, and. Uh, that's it for for this week. We'll see you guys in two weeks. Everyone travel safely. Uh, uh, engage in self-care as uh, when you get around your family. There may be interesting conversations. Uh, so uh, make sure I'm you engage. Yes, make sure you engage in self, self-care and you travel safely. We love you. Until two weeks from now, we'll say happy Thanksgiving and peace. Peace.